0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Truth and Liberty.
2: I'm your host today, Dwayne Sheriff, and I have a very, very special guest with me, my good friend Daniel Amstutz. And uh, we're going to share together today, and uh, we're gonna talk about healing. So you wanna make sure you get the the number to call in. This is a live call-in show, and we'd love to hear from you, your comments or your questions. Let me go ahead and give you that number, 719-619-619. 2341. I promise you, you're going to want to write that number down and give us a call. We're going to have a great time. Before I get into this, We're going to have some announcements here that are very vital and important. And one of them is our Vision Conference. Our Vision Conference. I'm so excited about that. It actually starts tonight, September the 21st. It goes through the 23rd. That's all the way through Saturday. September 21st through the 23rd, Vision Conference. And the two keynote speakers are myself and Andrew Walmack, And we always have a great time together. And I know you'll be blessed. You can register at awmi.net, awmi.net. We also have our Global Ministers Conference 2023. This is a gathering of ministers literally around the globe and leaders. And it's always encouraging, informative, and I promise you, you're gonna be blessed. Maybe maybe you can't come, but you need to think about registering and paying for your pastor to come. I promise you they'll be touched. They will be blessed. Our speakers are Andrew Walmack, Mike and Carrie Pickett, Bob Yandian, myself, Pastor Bob Nichols, Pastor Greg Moore, Wendell Parr, and Billy Eberhardt. You can register for that. It's a free conference, but we would love for you to register at awmi.org. Net, dot net. Thanks so much for being a part of Truth and Liberty. I want to encourage you to go to our website, and we have a 24 hour feed on current news from conservative sources. And they update that every 15 minutes. And we all need a place to go. I'm finding it more and more comforting and encouraging to go to our website at Truth and Liberty. Truth and Liberty and that, and that uh, news feed. Because you need to hear the news, but you need to have it from a conservative perspective, from a perspective of, of truth, and that's hard to find. So these, these news feeds are very helpful to all of us, especially as we're coming into this new election cycle. So I want to cur- encourage you to go there. You can also look at past episodes of Truth and Liberty. Go back and review those. And our Truth and Liberty conference, you can get that now on demand. Well, those are our announcements. Again, let me give you this phone number because you're going to to want to call in. It's 719-619-2341. And again, I have my good friend uh, Daniel Amstutz here. And uh, I actually uh, met Daniel Uh, In 1981, he was the worship leader at the church I attended. And to watch what God's done in his life and then to experience what God's done in my life, (laughs) You may not know this, my friend, but in 1980, May of 1980, I had an open vision of the cross, Mm -hmm. and that's what changed everything, and everything within my ministry now is based in that. Mm -hmm. You also had an experience in 1980 that was pretty radical. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear a little bit about that. First of all, give us a little bit about yourself, what all you're doing here. Yeah.
0: CARES Campus. So I've been uh, the director of worship ministry here since 2011 and overseeing the School of Worship Arts as well as establishing a healing school. So I've been the director of the healing school. And uh, in May of this year, I was able to turn over the worship ministry to one of my protégés that I raised up, Chandra Erickson. So she's now directing all of Kara's worship as well as the School of Worship Arts. And I've transitioned over now to my new title as Director of Healing Ministry. So we've actually expanded the healing ministry to include Healing Discipleship, which we just launched on September the 12th. Yeah. And uh, that's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one to four o'clock wow. every week wow. kind of program. So expanded it's, it. It's really intensive, yeah. yeah. And the goal of it is, is not just information, but really application, mm-hmm. you know, getting people to be able to activate in the things we're talking about when it comes to healing and supernatural ministry. And uh, you know, we didn't, it's brand new. So we didn't really even know how many people were going to be involved. And mm-hmm. we have over 150 people that are part of this class already. That is so awesome. Isn't that awesome?
2: Well, again, you're going to be so encouraged today. I don't know anyone that knows more about healing than you, and the reason I wanted to have Andrew on is many of you are watching because you know that truth and liberty is going to have an impact in the Third Great Awakening. And so part of what I've seen in the Third Great Awakening is God intervening supernaturally, Daniel? Mm-hmm. Supernaturally, and there's going to be miracles and yeah. signs and wonders to get people's attention. That's right. It's going to take something supernatural yeah. to wake people up mm-hmm. from the drunken stupor yes. of darkness that they're in and the pain that people are experiencing wow. from darkness. Wow. And uh, I just know God's going to use you. Mm-hmm. And I could prophesy right now, I guess I am in my own way, <laughs> that you're going to see things continue to increase, to grow, Amen. and influence mm. and impact. Mm-hmm. Impact. You know, I've been a part, a small part of Healing University. Uh, big part. I, I had the privilege of being on that curriculum. Yep. I've spoken at many of the healing schools yes. and now Healing Now. Yes. And I've seen the Lord work and move. So yeah. tell us what God's doing then, and yeah. then we'll start taking calls yeah. people are
0: going to need to call. Well, Well, I love how you just said that because you said, you know, we we totally believe that we are in the third great awakening. It's not like we're waiting for this to happen. We may be in the beginning stages of this awakening. But what I love about what you just said, Pastor Duane, is that we've got to personally awaken. Yes, we've got to personally awaken to to our part in this great awakening. If we're gonna be a participant in this third great awakening, we've gotta personally get involved. We've gotta wake up to what God is saying to the church right now. And you know, when it comes to healing and supernatural, and I'm not talking about just, you know, medical healing, thank God for doctors and nurses and everyone who's practicing medicine, but I'm talking about supernatural healing, divine healing. You know, Andrew often says, there's no bad way to get healed. (laughs) I like that. Healing is better than sickness and disease, let me tell you, right? But when it comes to supernatural and divine healing, man, we see so much in scripture that many people have kind of just cut away and said you know it's no longer for today it's passed away I heard growing up that you know a lot of these things passed away with the last apostle and so I didn't even know it was possible until later on in my life when I actually discovered that no that's not actually true that's a lie (laughs) and when I discovered the truth how many know it's the truth you know that will set you free And God wants you to be able to be free to be in his created image and not conform to some religious idea or to the ways of the world. So, you know, when he sent the disciples out, let me share this out of Matthew. uh, This is out of chapter 10 and uh, verse five. And uh, Jesus sent the disciples out and he commanded them saying, do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter a city of the Samaritans and we could have said yet, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopards, raise the dead, cast out demons freely. You have received and freely give. Well, you know, when I heard that in context, Pastor Duane, years ago, I said, yeah, but you know what? He said that to the 12 disciples. He didn't say that to us. He just said that to the 12. And that's what I believe for so many years that this was just applicable to those 12 that were there right then. But you know what I discovered later? No, look over at chapter uh, 16 of the book of Mark. And this is what is often described as the Great Commission. Later, he appeared to them and he rebuked them for their unbelief. This is starting in verse 14 of Mark 16. He rebuked them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And then he said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And then look at this, verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. Amen. Amen. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, notice he said in verse 17 that this is for those who believe, Amen. right? Amen. These signs will follow those who believe. Well, what I discovered one day after I was teaching in the healing school Pastor Duane, a lady came up to me, and she was real sweet, but she said, you know, I just heard what you said, but Daniel, I don't believe a word of it. (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of took me back for a minute, you know, and I'm like, okay. Welcome to pastoring. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) And she said, I don't believe a word of it. And I said, well, don't worry about it. It won't work for you. Yeah, yeah. Because these signs will follow what? those who believe amen. and see it's not just limited to the 12 disciples he's opening it up now for all of us to be able to say do you believe amen this is for every believer who will actually believe what the word of god says amen. and then so many places we discover uh like john 14 and verse 12 where jesus said you will do the same works that i have done Amen. Wow. Well, that's a game changer right there. (laughs) If we're going to do the same works that Jesus did, then we better get busy because you know what? God's got a supernatural divine assignment for every one of us in our generation. This wasn't just for people who were living in Jesus' day. This is for all of the church. This is for every believer who will believe. And you know what? I truly believe that. these supernatural manifestations, if we could call it that way. This life in the spirit, right? Uh, Not being conformed to the ways of the world, but literally experiencing transformation in our hearts and in our lives in such a way that now we have freely received and we can now start to freely give. So what's in us is Christ, Amen? amen? For us to live, Is Christ we're no longer our own we've been purchased with the very blood of Jesus that bought us and now we've got something so much bigger and so much greater than we could even imagine why would we hold this treasure on the inside of us and not give it away why would we not do what Jesus said to do and when he said that we would see the same things that Jesus did, well, then you can see how much unbelief has crept into the church. And that was part of my journey. That was part of my story. I had so much unbelief. It's like I believed, but I struggled with the unbelief. And this is where so many believers are today. So I just wanna encourage you that, man, this is the hour, this is the time when God is you know, helping us to wake up and to get out of this slumber, get out of this sleep, out of this stupor that we've been in to where we just thought it applied to somebody else's life. Amen. You know, we, we were like, no, nah, that's not me. You know, I don't have that kind of ministry. You know, I don't have that kind of ability, which is true in and of yourself, but you are no longer your own. Amen. You've been bought with a price and God says, I've placed the greater one, the one who is greater is on the inside of you, and greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So that greater one wants to be manifested from you, out from your innermost being. John 7:38. out of your innermost being will flow these rivers of living water. In other words, refreshing. God wants to bring this life of the Spirit of God out from you in order to benefit somebody else, Amen. right? So what we have is so much greater than what we have thought. Yeah, what we have is so much bigger than what we've been told. And many people think that we're waiting on God to do something mm-hmm. to bring change, yeah. to bring transformation. When Pastor Dwayne, I believe God's really waiting on us. Absolutely. He's waiting on us to be able to connect with that provision that he's already made. That's, a, that's awesome. Uh, we also
2: read in Scripture that not only the 12, and not only, as Mark 16 said, the believers, but Jesus sent the 70 out. That's right. And said the same thing to them. So it wasn't restricted to the 12. I had to go through that evolution, too, Yeah. of being told uh,
0: yeah, that it, was, it
2: wasn't for today. Right. Uh, and yet... Healing, brothers and sisters, is a universal language of the Holy Spirit. That's right. This is a common language that transcends all the division in our our country right now. Uh, there's divisions within the church. There's divisions in politics. There's divisions on our college campuses. Mm. But let me tell you what's, what's a universal language of the devil is sickness. Yeah. And a universal language of the Holy Spirit is is healing. This is the nature, the nature of God. And mm-hmm. it was a big deal in my own life, mm-hmm. even as a minister, yeah. to really begin to see. One of the things that that we saw in our little church, me growing up, going to church even by myself around Pentecostal Holiness, was the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Every now and then somebody would show up or yield mm-hmm. to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And someone would just be supernaturally healed, mm-hmm. and while that was such a good thing, mm-hmm. such a powerful thing, it left a lot of false impressions, though, about God's will to heal. Yeah, uh, and a lot of questions yeah. for me even coming up. Me too. Um, tell me, tell me something, in the in the audience in regards to the miracles you've seen, how yeah. God heals. Yeah. Uh, the miracles of the Bible, anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're just a treasure oh of
2: information, yeah. and I want to get out as much as I can.
0: <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we've both seen so many things supernaturally in our ministries and our lives together, but it's been so amazing to see God be God. You know, it's like not just talking about it, but getting to actually experience it. Right? It's one thing to talk about being forgiven of our sin but it's a whole other thing to actually receive the forgiveness of our sin and be cleansed of all unrighteousness and experience that new birth. Well, there's so much more that God has for us in our salvation that he provided through the atonement that's way bigger than just the forgiveness of our sin. It includes the healing of our bodies, the restoring of our minds. Man, how many know some of us have lost our minds (laughs) and we need to find them again in the Word of God. And it's the Word of God that will literally renew our minds to where we will begin to experience transformation, and that's what I've seen, Pastor Wayne. I've seen so many miracles of healing, where I've seen people who have been healed of almost anything that you could even imagine. Andrew and I were talking one day, and he said, "Daniel, do you have any idea how many people that you've?" been able to train in how to minister to the sick. And I said, honestly, I don't. We tried to keep track of it in the early days as to how many. It's just like your ministry. I mean, how would you ever take count, right? It's like way bigger than you could imagine. But guys, I've seen people healed of blindness. I've seen people healed of deafness. I've seen so many people healed of cancer. I've seen people healed of diabetes and every sickness and disease that you could even ask or imagine. I've seen people healed of AIDS. Uh, I prayed for a lady one time who had a tumor on her neck. And when I prayed for her, the tumor didn't disappear instantly. And so I was kind of like, well, I believe that we've released the life of Christ into your body and uh, you know, you are the healed. And she agreed and, and she left the healing school and went home. Well, the next morning when she woke up, she went over to the sink and she looked in the mirror and she kind of accidentally brushed her neck where the tumor was, and it fell off into the sink as a pile of ashes. Praise God. Man, I'm telling you, that'll light your fire. Amen, (laughs) amen. You know, when you begin to see the supernatural actually making a difference in people's lives. I remember during one of our Healing is Here conferences when a man who had been in a wheelchair for over 12 years suddenly got up when he was listening to the word, see, it's the word that's alive and powerful. And it's the word that will make the difference in your life. God's just saying, "Will you believe it. He's looking for those who will believe the report of the Lord. Is that you today? Amen. Are you one that's willing to believe the report of the Lord and not settle for what the, the world would call normal? Well, this guy was hearing the word. And all of a sudden, this commotion just started happening over in this part of the auditorium where he was because people saw him. They had seen him in the wheelchair for you know, several days, and now all of a sudden, this guy gets up and he starts to walk. And as he walked, people were so happy. People rejoiced over the fact that this man had received his healing. And you know, I've seen literally thousands of people healed now in my lifetime. So it's way too late <laughs> to tell me that healing passed away with the last <laughs> apostle. And it reminds me over here in Mark chapter one, how Jesus uh, in chapter, tw- chapter one and verse 29, let me just share this with you real quick. says, as soon as they had come out of of the synagogue. Verse 29, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John, but Simon's wife, wife's mother, his mother-in-law lay sick with a fever and they told Jesus about her at once. So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And what happened? Immediately the fever left her and then she served them. Well, that's pretty awesome, right? She had a fever. Now Jesus just simply takes her by the hand and lifts her up. The fever leaves and then she gets up and she fulfills her part of serving, which is what she wanted to do all along, but couldn't because she was limited by this thing that had come against her. Now notice what happened. At evening when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick. And those who were demon possessed and the whole city was gathered together at the door and he healed many who were sick with various diseases, cast out demons. And he did not allow the demons to speak because the demonic knew who Jesus was. Well, you know what happened? It started with Peter's mother-in-law, right? But then when evening came, all who were sick were brought and pretty soon the whole city shows up. Man, this is exciting. Yes. You talk about transformation, Pastor Dwayne. Yeah. You talk about a great awakening. Man, when this starts to happen, the whole city shows up. People begin to rejoice because of one life that was changed leads to another life that leads to another life, and pretty soon you have this, this uh, multiplication effect. That takes place as a result of the grace of God that's now being demonstrated through the life of a believer. Thank this you. is what God is looking for in every one of us.
2: Amen. That is so awesome. And I believe that's what we're going to see. We're going to see this supernatural invasion of the Holy Spirit Amen. in the realm of healing that's going to, again, get everyone's attention. Yeah. I, I remember pursuing this Brother Daniel, and and hearing things said mm-hmm. about God's will to heal that just did not match his character yeah. and what I knew of him personally. Like, I remember being told that God won't heal you if you have any sin in your life. Wow, I know. And, and, and many people are stuck mm-hmm. because of a sin consciousness not yep. being able to receive their healing. And I remember I was struggling. That was at a church service. Yeah. I heard that, and I'm just, wow, you know, well, what sin? is God going to hold against us? And the Lord spoke to me just as plain, and I don't know if you've ever thought of this, I hadn't at the moment until he spoke to me, Mm -hmm. that everybody Jesus healed. Had sin in their lives. <laughs> That's right. None of them were born again. That's right. None of them Woo, were spirit filled. Thank you, Lord. The cross and the yeah. redemption of of our our sins had not even been provided yet. So Jesus healed the multitudes. Yeah. There were all kinds of sin and sickness yes. and, and and hurt and unforgiveness. I'm not glorying in sin here, and we need to search our hearts and make sure yeah. that in our walk with the Lord we we be quick to repent of sin, mm-hmm. but do not let a sin consciousness keep you from receiving yeah, right. of the healing of the Lord. Amen. Of the goodness of the Lord. Mm-hmm. It is God's will to heal, and it's God's will to heal us all. Yes. Now that creates a lot of questions. Yeah. I know that you've been hit up with that, surely. I get yeah. hit up with it constantly. Yeah. I was sharing at one of the Healing Now sessions on forgiveness. Yes, so James.
3: powerful.
2: It, it was really good. Man, I'm so not good. saying it because I was sharing it. No, it was powerful. I got blessed. I did too. <laughs> <So> <laughs> how that How that in James chapter 5, that if yeah. we'll call for the elders of the church, they can anoint us with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. That's it. And the Lord will raise them up. And if they've committed any sins, they'll be forgiven. Yeah. So what he's saying is that we don't have to allow our faults, our shortcomings, mm-hmm. our struggles yep. to keep us from receiving of the healing power of the
0: Lord. That's exactly right. What would you What would you like to add to that? Surely you got something. Well, I, I was just thinking, you know, in James, when he says that, he says, "Let the elders of the church pray the prayer of faith." Yeah. Well, you know, in some churches, you can't find somebody that pray the prayer of faith. Right. Right. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate, right? We we should be so equipped with what God has given us that as leaders, the prayer of faith just comes by default, right? No problem, let me pray for you. Let me speak the Word of God into your life. But you know, when you go to a place where they feel like healing has passed away with the last apostle, or now the only uh, answer for you is a prescription drug of some kind, uh, well, what do we do with these passages? When the Bible says that in the church, the leadership should know how to pray the prayer of faith and then anoint them with oil and they shall be healed and they shall be forgiven of any sin in their life. Oh my goodness, that's huge. Amen. That's
2: huge. And and, and I believe that's what's gonna make a difference in our world that many people are absolutely, in our culture and we've discussed that, at great lengths yeah. here at Truth and Liberty, the condition of the culture, the blindness of people's eyes, yes. the depth of sin. Yeah, we, We're seeing sin and the creation almost of, yeah. of new types of sin, and right. so people are really bound. And one of the things that we as the people of God need to understand is we have this grace on us mm-hmm. to lay hands on people. Does it matter if they're born again or not. Now, don't mm-hmm. misunderstand me. It matters that they get born again. I'm talking about sure. as it relates to healing, God wills to heal them yeah. and that power flow in us and through us. Mm-hmm. And again, I know you've got lots of questions. Uh, we need to take advantage of having Daniel here today. Uh, this is an awesome time. Let me give you the number again. 719-619-2341. 719 mm-hmm. 719- 619-2341. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you and your comments or questions that you would have specifically for Daniel. Um, again, you've experienced so much. You've,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you've been in this more than anybody I know mm-hmm. long term. Mm-hmm. And again, just what are, what are some of the things that you've seen that would help people quickly? You know, some, last sometimes
0: we need the help of friends. Yeah, right? Sometimes we need the help of other people around us. We get into a situation and we're like, man, I don't know. And you know, it, re- it reminds me of what happened in Jesus' day with the paralytic, right? We find this story in Mark chapter two, and it says that uh, again, he entered Capernaum, Jesus did after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Well, immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them not even near the door and he preached the word to them. So they just heard that Jesus came and that was enough to start drawing people because they knew what Jesus was doing. But then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. Now listen, I don't know whether the paralytic actually was believing God for supernatural healing. I think he probably was. But what we know is that he had four friends. That helped him get to where Jesus was. Amen. This guy was paralyzed, Amen. right? There was no way he was going to get up and walk Amen. to Jesus on his own at Amen. this part, at this moment in his life. Amen. And so, you know, sometimes when you're on a healing journey, it really helps to have four crazy friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> four friends who believe That's in right. supernatural healing. Amen. And Pastor Dwayne, I know you know what this is all about, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh man.
2: Hey, we're going to take a 90 second break and then start answering your questions. And again, there's a lot of things involved in in receiving a healing. So I hope that we'll have time to get into how do you receive, how do you stand. I know you got a lot of questions about that, and this is a great time to call. So we'll be back in 90 seconds. We are the antidote for what's happening in this world. But you need to see beyond the physical, and I believe that the greatest days of the church are ahead. God has a word for you, God has a plan for you, and God is raising up an army that knows how to fight the right fight the right way.
1: At Truth and Liberty Coalition, we have big plans to make a big impact. If you want to be a part of turning our nation back to God, I want to invite you to become a supporter of Truth and Liberty. You can go on our website at truthandliberty.net to the donate page and make a gift there. And you can also sign up to be uh, make a recurring automatic gift of $5 or more per month, and then you'll become a Truth and Liberty member. And uh, our gifts to Truth and Liberty are not tax deductible, but I promise you God sees your generosity. So go to Truth and liberty and become a member today.
4: We gotta stop looking at this word as someday. We gotta look at it is for now.
5: And the Spirit of God,
6: don't you think is big enough
5: to teach you, to show you how to do things? Stop thinking that one day when I am super spiritual or when I have the money I need. No, start doing what He called you to do right now with the strength you have. So Father, we say yes to that today.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to Truth and Liberty. I'm Dwayne Sheriff, your host, and I have a very special guest, Daniel Amstance, who's over our healing school here at Karis Bible College. And he, he does the healing conferences, Healing Now. That's one of the largest conferences we have on campus. It is, yeah. Uh, to date. Mm-hmm. So be looking for our next Healing Now. Uh, conference. You'll want to be a part of that. Let me give you the number again, then we'll start taking your calls. 719-619-2341. That's the call-in live uh, interaction. And then many of you are going to want to have our uh, prayer line number. So that people can pray for you, yes. you need to have people pray for you yeah. that are like those four friends yes. that that are crazy, <laughs> <And> <laughs> crazy for Jesus, crazy for Jesus, <laughs> uh, high risk takers, yes, uh, with the nature and character of God. And these prayer partners are are those people. Yeah. They they believe with all their heart in the healing power of God. And so if you're in need of a healing call, because we believe in demonstrating what the word says, not just declaring. It's uh, 719-635-1111. 719-635-1111. And there'll be somebody there that'll take your call and we'll pray the prayer of faith. Maybe you, Maybe you don't have friends. Maybe you don't have a church that the elders will pray the prayer of faith. Yeah. Well, that's what this prayer line is for. They'll pray the prayer of faith for you so you can see the power of God. Amen. Well, why don't we take a couple of calls and some questions here for Daniel? We've got Anna from California. Uh, what is your, your question, Anna?
5: Hi. Thank you Hi. for uh, taking my call. Anyway... Um, can you hear me?
2: Yes, ma'am. Yes. I can. Okay.
5: Okay. So my question is: um, My mom has been sick for about a year and a half. She got sick in February of '22, and they—it uh, was a the UTI that ended up being dementia. I mean, paralyzed. paralyzed. Uh, she became a vegetable. And um, in in April, I received a word from God, which is uh, Joshua three nine through eleven where it says that, um, you know, God will take, remove the Debusites and, you know, all the enemies for Israel. And then it says that, um, you know, through this, you're going to see that the living God is with you, and he will uh, be guide you to cross the Jordan River. To me, that meant, you know, I'm going to see the promised land, which was my mom's healing. And, um, yep, year and a half later, you know, we're still with my mom. You know, her mind's not all there. Uh, in February of this year, uh, for about a month, she was like 98% back. I mean, she was... Wow. I mean, Praise God. Our miracle was there. And yes. then uh, the UTI came back, and again, she her mind is gone. She's, you know, we have to get her up to bed, sit her in the couch. And um, and I believe that God has given me several promises. Uh, I believe it. i I, believe it. I keep telling her, Mom, you're healed. Mom, you're healed. But... My question is, how do I go about uh, keep believing that, yeah, she's healed when my physical eyes can't see the healing. She's still there. I have laid hands on her. We have put anointing oil. We have given her um, communion. You know, we've taken communion with her. Praise God. I declare her sins are forgiven because of the cross, the work of the cross. Uh, I, we don't know what else to do. I mean, I went to yeah. Andrew's Healing is here just now. You know, the one that just passed uh-huh. I was there. I was there and Praise God. I asked for prayer for my mom, you know, also my eyesight, you know, and I keep, and, and Carrie that prayed for my eyesight, you know, it's, you know, 2020 or better. I'm still wearing glasses. <sighs> so that I just don't know how to, I maybe I don't know how to receive. Maybe I don't know what is going on.
2: Well, let's kind of lean in a little.
0: Yeah. Daniel, go ahead. Yeah. One of the things I think that's so important to do is uh, keep that person that you're believing God for submerged and surrounded by the Word of God. You know, we've got so much... Um, bad report that's that's around us in our culture today. So much negativity, right? And even if we're believing God, it's kind of like what happened with the disciples when they encountered uh, the man that had e- epilepsy, the, the boy actually. And uh, he had epilepsy as we would understand it today. And, uh, you know, they didn't see the results immediately, even though Jesus was able to bring this little guy into a place of complete deliverance and healing. And the disciples said, what, what's up? You know, why, why didn't we get to see this? And Jesus said it was because of unbelief. And, you know, many times we, we believe, but we have unbelief pulling against our hearts. And it sounds to me like you're in a great place believing God, right? So I would say surround your mom with, with as much belief as you can. In other words, let the Word of God just wash over her. Uh, John G. Lake would do this years ago when he had uh, the healing rooms in uh, Spokane, Washington. And they would stay with a person and just submerge them, surround them with the Word of God. And this is one of the areas where I think we can see a lot more uh, manifestation, as you mentioned. You know, when your mom had that moment when she was like 98% uh, restored and then again had that lapse. Listen, don't let that lapse be your uh, belief, right? Yes, it happened, we don't have to deny it, but go for that 98% again. Let's believe God together that we're gonna see that 100% restoration of your mom's life because we know this is the will of God, amen? Amen,
2: absolutely. Uh, I've got a series that, that went viral here a couple of months ago on different kinds of unbelief yeah. and what is the cure for these different kinds of unbelief. And so they're free, you can go to my website and download those absolutely, absolutely. free on kinds of unbelief. Yeah, That's at PastorDwayne.com. Also, I wanna encourage you in standing. Yeah, None of us are operating in this, and this is something that very few people are willing to admit, but we're just not operating at our full potential. We're operating in the supernatural. We're seeing the supernatural, but again, we, unlike Jesus, are not operating in our full potential. And so, Ephesians just encourages us, chapter six, after doing Mm. all to stand, and that's what you've been doing, Anna. You're doing a fantastic job. Uh, just continue to stand.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, Job chapter five verse ten. People talk about Job, and it's amazing mm-hmm. all the different things they think about and they bring up. Yep. Yet the New Testament tells us how that he endured this great fight of affliction, mm-hmm. and how that God, in the end, was kind to him and doubled all that he had lost. And he had to fight a good fight yeah. and endure a great fight of afflictions. So we just want you to know we're standing with you, yes. encouraging you. Yep. And I think uh, worship, I'm surprised yep. Daniel didn't say that. <laughs> but uh, I would definitely encourage you to be playing worship yeah. uh, music. Uh, AWMI has a lot of of albums and worship uh, tracks that Daniel himself has laid down that yep. are very anointed. So be playing worship yep. uh, constantly around her. I think that would help as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling, Anna. We really appreciate it. All right, let's take a, a call from Donna. She's a Truth and Liberty uh, partner. Uh, she's from Texas. God's country, praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> thank you for calling, Donna. What's your question? Hi hi my
5: question is um you know for i don't have any background with any denomination so i don't i'm not up on all that but you know they you guys talk about how that they all said the healings passed away with the apostles and they've been saying that for years and years and years well now what do they say now when i'm sure some of the people at the healing is here he will go back to their denomination yeah right
3: yeah, right what is
5: their how do they
3: now,
5: now that we have that yeah. well and yeah
3: yes
2: yeah. well let me uh, daniel is going to lean in for sure let me quickly <laughs> just say uh, unbelief in the church has been around since the beginning. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it'll be here till the end. Yeah. And the, the thing is, Donna, is we just can't simply let our faith be affected by the unbelief of others. Yeah. Uh, how do people deny the Holy Spirit yeah. and the workings of the Holy Spirit? How do they deny uh, one of the questions we had, the caller Uh, I guess didn't stay on. How do they deny the reality of hell? Uh, It's clear in Scripture. Uh, on and on we could go with people who don't believe.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, our job is to not get defocused on those who don't believe, but stay focused on why we believe yeah. and keep maturing and developing in the Lord. So yeah. I don't know how they do it. I don't think there's an answer. How did the Pharisees reject Jesus yeah. after all the signs and wonders? Uh, Daniel was saying earlier how that healing brought joy. Yeah, That's a true statement, yeah. except with one group. Yeah. The Pharisees didn't rejoice when no, someone got healed. That's right. It threatened their theology. It Come on. It threatened their oversight and power. Yes, yes. And it's still the same today. Yeah. There are many present-day Pharisees that that are so controlling and so. Connected to their traditions, yeah, they've made the word of God of no
0: effect. That's we it. don't have to be them, though. We can be happy to see people healed. What, what say us now? That. Well, that's such a great point because they've made the word of God of no effect, but the word of God is still alive and powerful,
2: and was effectual to everybody who believed
0: it. That's right, right in front of them. Everybody who believed it, it's working on their behalf, and yet you can absolutely reject it, and it's not working on your behalf. Why? Because you've made the word of no effect yeah right so you know what's interesting about this is it's hard to argue with somebody's testimony <laughs> Amen. You know, when you come back and, and you know, like you are saying, you've been to a conference or whatever and you received your healing, what do you do yeah. when you've been in a wheelchair for, you know, 12 years? Or or like this woman who had a walker and she was bent over. Now imagine this with me for a moment. She was bent over at the waist and she had been that way for 18 years. She and her husband both came to the Healing Is Here conference and bless her heart, there she was just completely bent over at the waist. holding this walker and just scooting around. And as the word of God is being taught, she receives her healing. Now she'd been that way for 18 years. But in this moment, everything changed for her because she received that into her heart, and you know what, immediately her body straightened up. And when it did, her husband just started to freak out. I mean, <laughs> he was so happy. Yeah. He was shouting, he was crying. You know, well, what do you do when you go back to your city and to your town, and no longer are you bent over for 18 years, but now you're standing straight up? Amen. What do you do with that? I'm, uh, I'm
2: sharing on the vision conference. Uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, and uh, I'm going to be sharing the testimony of Urias, oh, my grandson, man. that so was, was born dead, a half hour dead. Yeah. Now you can't tell somebody like me God doesn't raise the dead <laughs> when your grandson is raised from Come the dead. On. All of his organs are are dysfunctional yeah. and ruined yeah. from being dead for a half hour. Yeah. Just like when Lazarus came out of the tomb, he had grave clothes, and God said, "Loose him." Yeah. Uh, Urias had all the side effects, every one of them, in every organ of being dead for a half hour. And 21 days later, we walk out with a totally healed grandson. Yeah, I guarantee you that has changed a lot of people's hearts. But listen to me, brothers and sisters. Even with great signs and wonders, the Pharisees, after Lazarus was raised from the dead, they got together and debated on how to kill him. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's how hard-hearted people can be. So I don't have time for the hard-hearted. But I tell you, to the open-hearted, the pure in heart, the yeah. simple in heart, yeah. God wills miracles. Yeah. Thank you so much, Donna, for calling. I hope that helped. Let's take another call from Frank from Missouri. Frank, you you call me often. I appreciate hearing from you. What's your question, sir?
7: Well, you know, it's on the same line. I just got to say that I appreciate uh, listening to the both of you guys. Uh, Daniel, probably a uh, month a couple of months ago he did he did a teaching on a on a veil or, or no veils yes and i'm you know i'm right there with that with that teaching that's there's something tangible about the, the presence of god and, and and healing too and then you uh uh pastor uh duane uh, that the, the Holy Ghost, the, uh, I got to give you, I got to give you some credit there. I got to give Jesus all the glory, man. That you, <laughs> but it's really, it was the Spirit of God through you that is. Amen. Something yes. about me, and yes. you spoke that this word that by the stripes of Jesus you're healed, and uh, and from that point on, I said, Lord. You know, there was no way that for that guy to to know that <laughs> that about me. And Amen. And from that point on, I have been I've been using a couple of sticks, man, canes, and and praise God, I've got rid of them. Uh,
2: <sighs> praise the Lord.
7: Off. Yeah, and, and I'm walking without them. Glory be to God.
3: Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. There
7: are still, there's still some people around that are like. Uh, like the Sanhedrin, you know? Yeah. Yep. It ain't funny. It's not funny. Not everybody wants you to be right. healed. It, was, right. it almost like, uh, I, I don't, uh, that's my question. My question is about, you know, yes. can people block you from being, being yeah. healed? Let
2: yeah. me let me lean in quickly. I know Daniel's probably got a, a, a different uh, insight to this, which will be a blessing. It always is. Uh, but I did learn that, through the scriptures and then experientially praying for people how that many times Jesus would send people out of a room Mm -hmm. uh, because unbelief in a room Mm -hmm. can hinder belief depending on your level of belief. And even Jesus removed the doubters, removed the unbelievers so that the power of God could flow freely. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what this great awakening is bringing about is this supernatural unity in the area where more power will be released, which brings healing. So definitely uh, unbelievers around you can hinder things, Mm -hmm. especially in your own heart uh, when you're standing and believing. So I would encourage
0: you to surround yourself with believers, that's for sure. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly right. You know, God gives us good news. The gospel is good news. But you know what, if you spend all your time meditating on bad news, well, you know what? What you behold, you become. What you listen to will start to shape the beliefs of your heart. And after a period of time, when you get so marinated in unbelief, you actually think that's normal. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's why Jesus came, was to show us a better way to live. And he wants to give us life abundance. So, man, don't let somebody surround you you know, with, with all that negativity. It might, like Pastor Dwayne was saying, it might require you to step out of that space into a different place to be able to say, you know what, you can believe whatever you wanna believe, but that's not where I am and that's not what I'm gonna believe. But you've gotta decide in your heart, even if there are others who are coming against you, what do I personally actually really believe? Amen.
2: Well, we're gonna take another call here and this is Mary from Georgia and she's got a little bit different question, but that's okay. That's what truth and liberty is all about. We're, We're here to answer any question you have. And so Mary, uh, thank you for calling. What's your question please
8: Oh well I would listen to the other one, and I still want I would like to speak on the lady that got here that was uh sick for been over for so many years uh-huh and we don't get the point of what things that uh Jesus is trying to tell us. she said that lady she 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 heard about Jesus. It did not say that she knew him because she yeah. didn't know him, but some people believe if they don't have to uh do a lot of things, just like uh when I was really young when I started with Jesus when I was really young, and I didn't know about the Holy Spirit and all that stuff, but Jesus still taught me, and I didn't know he was teaching me, yeah, I was talking to this young man, and he would point out the the point where he said that uh he said blessed are the ones that believe and did not see. He's saying that you did not see these holes in my side but you believe me. He right. said blessed are those kinda of people are like right. that. And sometimes our education Mess us up. That's the reason why there was scripted. that said he don't use those kind of people because they use their education to fool other people. They go to church every Sunday. They they sit up and 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 real, act like they real good to their wife and stuff. But God took me out of the church, and when I went back to my old church, I was uh, sitting on the pew, and this lady got up and she took my keys home with her where well, they searched the whole church over and over again, could not find my key because she was sitting in the church sleep. That's because people go to church, as I me, mean. they always fool you when you don't know God. They'll tell you that I know she a Christian because she goes to church. I know she do this because she got a lot of money, but that does not prove Amen. You know God because you have all those things. And Amen. Want, I want to talk about the uh, voting situation because Georgia is a very cruel person, cruel place to live in. I've been living in Georgia. I left Georgia when I was 14. I came back when I was 30 years old. Now I've been, I have a stroke. Don't know, I was in my church for 20 years, paid my tithe, did what the Lord said. Nobody come and see me. Nobody trying to help me clean my house. I'm blind in one eye. I cannot walk and nobody, did nothing for me. Are those called Christian people, those kind of people. Look, the Lord, yeah. I'm not gonna stop doing what he tells me. Amen. Because they act that way. We. I, I even saw in when the, when the when, it was, when the economy went bad. I heard crypto dollar say one thing. He said, "This this economy is not for us." And I never right. had no problem with money when the economy went bad because. God don't have to explain stuff to me. When I saw my husband, he only, you know what he did? He showed me himself on the cross, and I made it through. But this time, since I got sick, my, my, my heat is off, my house in a mess, and won't nobody come over and see me, or won't nobody help me with this situation, and I take care of a young man that mentally ill. So...
2: Well, people, thank you, you
8: know, people thank you.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Mary, for for doing the right thing. Uh, We can't demand that people love us. Jesus didn't tell us uh, that the great commandment was that we demand everyone to love us. And unfortunately, not everybody that goes to church is a Christian. Not everybody that votes votes according to Christian values, Mm -hmm. uh, things of that nature. But you and I need to make sure we love people that we are called to love the Lord God with all our heart, all our soul, all Mm -hmm. our mind and our strength, and now our neighbor as ourselves. So thank you for loving people, Mary, even when people haven't loved you. That is what a Christian does. Mm -hmm. As far as influencing people to vote according to the Bible, that's part of the mission of truth and liberty. Mm -hmm. That's a part of the mission of of the true church, is to teach people to vote, to engage in civil, in civil um, influence mm-hmm. and and authorities that God has given us the privilege to vote for, mm-hmm. and so we just need to keep praying for people's eyes to be opened and keep informing people on what what is a what does a, a vote look like from a Christian perspective. So thank you for calling, Mary, uh, and and thank you for standing. Let's take another call. We're running out of time here. Uh, Adele is a, a Truth and Liberty member from Mississippi. Thank you for calling, Adele. Uh, how can we help you?
6: Well, I'm curious as to what I'm doing wrong. Um, I've had an infection that I found out about when I went to my dentist to get my teeth cleaned. I had an implant put in a you know, front-bottom tooth about, uh, well, we started about three years ago, well, two and a half, three, little over two and a half years ago it took me 13 months to have the implant done because i'd lost all the bone in the front Mm. of my mouth from osteoporosis injection and um anyway long story short is when i was at the dentist last month they found out that there was infection after having the implant for a year and a half had no problems
9: Mm. and
6: all of a sudden it's infected and this has been going on for five six weeks i've lost count i've been on antibiotics most of the time.
2: Well, we're fixing to pray for you right now. I want to see what Daniel would say to you and then I'm going to pray for you. I
0: feel led to pray for you. Amen. I I love that. And, you know, I just want to encourage you that a lot of times it's a process for us just because of where we are, what we're dealing with in our bodies. Sometimes when there is an infection or there's something that's come against us, we often think, you know, what am I doing wrong? Man, you know what? Let that go. It's not what you're doing wrong. It's what you're doing right. Amen. And what you're doing right is believing God by you even calling in today. It demonstrates faith that you are trusting God. You just haven't seen what you're believing for yet fully manifested. But what you need to do is see it in your heart. And I believe you have already. So I want to encourage you, don't give up because amen. you are in a great place to receive a miracle in Jesus name
2: amen father in the name of Jesus hallelujah Daniel and I agree with Adele that Thank this you, infection is cursed yes and that she is healed yes and Lord give her the joy of yes. how that she believes and she's blessed when she hasn't seen
3: yes we, we
2: we get discouraged when we don't see it instead of, Standing on wow I, I believe it whether I see it or not yeah and so Father, we're blessed so I speak a blessing over amen. her and amen. pray that you execute judgment on my prayer speedily in Jesus name Jesus amen. amen amen let's take another quick call Nancy from Idaho. thank you so much for calling Nancy. what is your question?
6: Hello um
4: well um I have a grandson that I have raised his whole life. He's almost thirty two years old now and he's he's in a wheelchair. He has been his whole life. And I felt like when I went to Ramah that um, I was in healing school at one point and I had a vision and the Lord showed me that Isaiah would be walking and talking and praising and preaching the word of God. And at 32 years old, uh, that hasn't happened yet. But um, Brother Moore was the teacher at that point and uh, he confirmed it by something that he was hearing and seeing. Uh, but after 32 years, and I'm 77 now, and I've been under attack with my um, uh, body for a couple of years, and it's not been fun. So, I mean, yeah, wow God, isn't it time? And Daniel, by the Amen. way, Katrina took care, helped me take care of Isaiah when she lived here in Idaho.
0: Oh, that's wow. awesome. Wow. That is awesome. Go that ahead, is guys. really cool. Man, I just wanna bless you. You know, I see so many people who are in these kind of situations, and uh, they end up being caregivers, right? And there's something very special about somebody who is willing to be a caregiver, but I wanna remind you of what Jesus did. At the Pool of Bethesda, that man had been there for so long. Every time he tried to get into the pool, he wouldn't make it, somebody else would get ahead of him. And he finally just said, you know what, I'm I'm done. I've waited so long for this and I just don't have anything left to be able to give. Somebody always beats me into the pool. And Jesus came along as the life giver. And what he did was he manifested the life of God that absolutely transformed that situation that that man thought he was gonna have for the rest of his life. So I'm just telling you, Jesus is the life giver. He's got life in your situation for your grandson as well as for you. He's just looking for you to not quit, not give up. Many times we're tired. We grow weary in well-doing. You know, we do the same thing with finances or relationships, right? And many times we're just ready for a breakthrough where we can't see around the corner yet, but it's there. And so I want to just encourage you, see what God is seeing on your behalf. What God showed you in that vision, you hold on to that because that's the word of the Lord. And I believe that that absolutely is coming to pass in your life and in the life of your grandson.
2: I, I just also would like to encourage you, Nancy, and want to bless you are to me uh, standing, uh, fighting. Uh, This is is in the hands of the Lord in those cases. And uh, we just love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for calling. We're going to have to take a 90 second break and we'll be right back to take your calls and lean into your questions. Thank you for being a part.
1: Are you in ministry and want to connect with other like-minded ministers? Andrew Womack founded the Association of Related Ministries International, or ARMY, to serve, equip, and empower you for success in your ministry through relationships, community, and resources.
10: Just being a part of this, uh, being filled with the Word of God and with ARMY and fellowshipping, knowing that I have other ministers with me, it is awesome. We have met such precious
2: people through Army. Uh, There's people I know I can call when I'm in a jam.
4: Ministers have a safe place to come. We can unify and unite for the kingdom.
1: As an Army member, some of the benefits you'll enjoy are Bible teaching correspondence courses, regional advocates for personal support and ministry, regional events for networking, one-on-one ministry and encouragement, our monthly newsletter and more. You don't have to do ministry alone. Join this growing network of dynamic and elite ministers from across the U.S. and around the world today. Hey, everyone.
2: Welcome back to Truth and Liberty. I'm Dwayne Sheriff, your host today, and I have a very special guest, Daniel Amstutz, and we're sharing on healing, and the questions have been awesome. We've got some more to, to go to, but we'd love to hear from you. You can call in at 719 619 619 And we just love to hear from you. Remember that your question, hundreds of other people have that question, but don't feel comfortable calling in. So you're actually helping other people when you call in with your question. So, and let me say this too, about some of the people that have called. If you've not called our prayer line, and got a partner to agree with you. Want to put a thousand to flight? Yeah. The scriptures say, "To put ten thousand mm-hmm. to flight."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There are things warring against our bodies. Mm-hmm. There are things warring against our souls. Yeah. And we need friends. That's what we mean by friends: is partners, yeah, people right. that'll agree, really agree, and listen to me, brothers and sisters. Not everybody says they agree with you. Are praying in agreement. That's right. Uh, I've I've been doing this for over four decades and Mm -hmm. I've been shocked Mm -hmm. at how people say they agree with you when you pray for them, Mm -hmm. but they didn't agree with my prayer. Right. Exactly. And we need people like that. So the prayer line is 719-635-1111. And these people will agree with you on the Word of God and in faith. And even those of you that have called, I I didn't have time to get back to you. We've got so many calls coming in, but um, I just wanna encourage you, uh, those of you that are standing, get someone that you know will stand with you. Yes, amen. And will harmonize, agree means harmony, Yep. and truly harmonize with your faith because great things are happening. And yeah, we all struggle. Mm-hmm. We all have battles. Many times, those of us that are used in this, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think we're we're authentic enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had my own set oh, of, yeah. of healing journeys. And again, I've seen at least six, I think seven people raised from the dead, mm-hmm. uh, myself included, my grandson. Yes, that's right. And, and yet there are things that have attacked my body and I've had to stand. Yeah, me too. But I wasn't too prideful to say, hey, would you agree with me yes. in prayer? Yes, yes. And find somebody that knows how to agree, yeah, so let's a, go back to the to the phones, and we have Sasha from Massachusetts um, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Sasha, for calling. What's your question
9: yes, um i battled I've battled um nickel and cobalt allergies for the past five years, and I have been believing for healing because I know I believe the Word of God when it says that healing is mine mm. and um a few months ago i i couldn't eat anything a few months ago i ate everything and i had no reaction
0: praise god praise the lord
9: and day by day and i was like woohoo i'm like i'm like god i love you like it was i it. I wanted to Amen. literally run around the streets like scream yes i, <laughs> <Yeah. messed up. laughs> I was so excited yeah. and yeah. i didn't tell anyone at first I kept it a secret, and then I couldn't. I couldn't hold it anymore, and Amen. I. I told my friends. I'm like, because I want them to know that God can heal. Amen. He did it for me. He'll do it for them. Yeah. I'm like, now I can pray for people and believe. Oh my God! Like my faith just, just went. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Just yeah.
9: Increased my faith to the point where I'm like, just bring it.
2: Amen.
3: And then, <laughs> and, and then
9: the symptoms came yeah. back.
3: Yeah. yeah, let me. And then
2: I'm
9: like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, um, let me. Yep. You know, And just this morning, I woke up in in the middle of the night, praying all over my body because I have other issues. And it's like, I know what the enemy is gonna say, you know, oh you well. and I'm, and I don't, it doesn't matter to me because I know I'm healed.
2: Yes, you are. Yeah, you me. are.
9: He doesn't want me to suffer. He loves yeah. me more. He wants me better than I want myself better. Amen. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> it's like.
2: Absolutely. Let me quickly lean in with a couple of things and then I can't wait to hear Daniel myself on this Uh, because I had to renew my mind in a couple of areas and I've had to help a lot of people with this very issue because Mm -hmm. a lot of times uh, you'll believe God, you'll go a season and then the symptoms will try to come back, et cetera, et cetera. Couple of things. First of all, if the devil'll move an inch, he'll move a mile. If you receive the first time, you're going to receive the second time. Don't sweat it. Don't let fear and unbelief creep in. That you overcame once, you'll overcome again. Secondly, the Lord had to help me when I experienced something similar like that in a a minor, a minor healing I was believing for Mm -hmm. that I received. It tried to come back. The Lord asked me the question when I'm tempted to enter. A sin and I repent, does God forgive me? Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, how come I wind up doing that again? And does that mean I wasn't forgiven the first time?
0: That's so good.
2: Even though I've entered that, uh, uh, the same sin again. Uh, God is faithful and He cleanses us, He washes us. And even if I enter the same sin again, it doesn't mean I wasn't forgiven the first time. That's right. And it also affirms I'll be forgiven the second time as I turn my heart to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So healing's the same same thing. What the devil will try to tell people, I've found, is that well maybe I didn't really get healed the first time. Right. Uh, no, you got healed. You, got you healed. received your healing. And yeah. this is a temptation. Yeah. It's a test. Your faith is being. Tested. Yeah. You had faith in healing, you received, so the devil came back to test that faith. Yep. You're going to pass it in Jesus' name. You're going to receive again, and this time do a runaway in the streets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's so good. And you know, let me help you with this. You know, the Bible says that when you have a contrary thought, to the will of God in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, I won't take the time, but if you want to look it up, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5, talks about how we need to tear down strongholds and we need to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Well, isn't that interesting that when you get a contrary thought, you don't give up your salvation? right? You don't throw in the towel and just go, okay, that's it. Obviously, I wasn't even saved. (laughs) Even though it might feel that way with a crazy thought that comes, right? But what do you do? You take that thought captive and you bring it to the obedience of Christ. Well, you know what? We can do the very same thing when symptoms come against our body. We can say, you know what symptom? No, you don't belong to me. You're nothing more than a symptom. And I bring you to the obedience of Christ, in Jesus' name, and I have found that thoughts to your mind are very similar to symptoms to your body. Amen, that's good. That, that'll that get you a victory, amen? Absolutely, and that's so spot on, and that is the battle.
2: The battle is in the mind, Yeah. and what thought are you gonna take? And the devil's just tempting you to take thought for the sickness. Take yep. thought that you might not have really been healed. Take that's right. thought that the word doesn't work. Cast those thoughts down, Firm your thoughts up. Yeah. Firm your imagination of seeing yourself healed up, and allow the stronghold of health to dominate your body. So I hope that helps, Sasha. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Let's let's receive a call from Paul from Louisiana. Uh, Paul, thank you for calling Truth and Liberty. What is your question?
10: Yeah. You guys are great. I mean. Well, thank
0: you. Well, thank you, Paul.
10: Uh, Andrew. Is my only source I got for real biblical answers. I love
2: Amen. It. You Amen. you're
10: on the same page. <laughs> I think
2: that's why he let me on. Uh, I'm not sure why I brought Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> we love Andrew.
10: I, I, I love listening to you. I think like, I'll call back just to listen to you. <laughs> my, my
2: What's your
0: question?
10: Is, is my... Uh, my wife's uh, fa- uh, father and his two siblings and my wife's uh, two older brothers uh, all had Alzheimer's or dementia. It's like it's in the bloodline. Yeah. And now yeah. her younger brother has it. Now, I'm banking my prayer on uh, that when a man and a wife become uh, husband and wife, they become one.
3: Yeah, wife
10: cannot pray for herself. She doesn't have the mentality, and so I'm I'm banking my uh, prayer on the fact that we are one. Amen. And I That's can so good. Be, That's so good. On That's awesome. Behalf, absolutely. If she was praying. Yeah. Was this false. I, uh, Well, first of all,
2: so I, abs- absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're an anomaly in your understanding. I assure you. Yeah. Uh, yet. I think we've missed the the point in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that our bodies do not belong to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, our bodies, first of all, belong to God. Mm-hmm. It's his temple. He bought it. Yep. Uh, so it belongs to God. But when you're married, your body belongs to your spouse. That's right. And and you have power over your spouse's body. Yeah. Now, if she is is of a good, sound mind and willfully disagrees with you in the area of healing and will not believe uh, and resist, then that can hinder a healing in her body. But in her condition, your faith actually sanctifies her. Uh, The the believing spouse sanctifies the unbelieving spouse. Doesn't mean we can get our spouses saved if they don't have faith in God, but it does mean we have a great influence. Uh, and I don't think people exercise it enough. I really appreciate you calling, Paul. I yeah. think there are hundreds of people watching right now that this is going to encourage. Yeah. Uh, dementia, my, my, my mother-in-law had it, uh, and we didn't see her totally healed, uh, but we, we saw the Holy Spirit work in miraculous ways yeah. in praying for my mother-in-law, and some of these things are genetic. I, I don't know what Daniel would say about this. Yeah. Uh, I actually inherited a genetic inferior veins Mm -hmm. uh, in my body that Mm -hmm. my grandmother had, my mother had, and I didn't even know I had uh, until until I had to uh, have five bypasses uh which was devastating at the time yeah uh, just even the reality that my veins were so tiny yeah that you couldn't even see them on an x-ray yeah the main veins to my heart yep uh, so I had to I had to break that and I, I don't know how to explain this totally as far as any type of generational curse I know mm-hmm. people, have differences of opinion about that but some things are natural and they are genetic yeah. i don't know that they're generational curses yeah but i had to stand against that and begin to pray for my kids yeah uh, that that this is a Genetically passed down, and that God's word is greater than genetics. Yeah. Same thing with dementia. I want to encourage you to stand for her. That the the memory of the of the just is blessed yes. in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, until we start believing for these things, we're not going to see them turn around. Right. Uh, I hadn't seen um, anyone healed of autism mm-hmm. early in my ministry. Mm-hmm. It was like. It was the yeah. the boogaboo yeah. in the in the healing where yeah. we believed it it actually happen, but yeah. we didn't yeah. see it. Right. And then when we saw the first one healed, oh my gosh, I, know. <laughs> I got goosebumps thinking about it now. And I've seen many, not all, yeah. but I've seen many yeah. autistic kids healed. So I know there's still a power there. And let me just say this: I'll pass it off quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not operating in perfection to this. That's why we right. don't see it. Uh, to, the, to the degree Jesus saw it. Jesus yeah. was the body of Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was the body of Christ. Yes. The Holy Spirit was upon him without yeah. measure. Yeah. We're the body, yeah. and the Holy Spirit dwells upon us, the body, without measure. Yeah. So as we see us coming together in prayer, in understanding, we're going to see more miraculous things. So
0: stand, that's Paul, so and declare her healed in Jesus' yes, name. Go yes. ahead, Daniel. And I think it's so great that you are taking this position, Paul, because you can wash her with the water of the water Word, right? You can speak the word of God over her life even as you are. Thank God she has you. What would she be doing right now without you? That's right. So as you speak the word of God over her life, man, just declare that she is full of love and power and a sound mind. Yes. And that sound mind, you are gonna see that manifest in her in Jesus' name.
2: And that's a promise, that's a promise straight out of the scriptures in Timothy 1-7 there, that God hadn't given us a spirit of fear, but of yeah. love or power, love and a sound. Yeah. mind. Our brains are as much of our body and flesh yeah. as our fingers. Yeah, and, and we need to believe God for these things. And I think we're going to see more of this, Paul. So be encouraged. Thank you so much for calling. I guarantee you that helped a lot of people. A lot of people. And encouraged them in the Lord. All right. Let's go to Martha. Martha from Missouri. Uh, thank you so much for calling Truth and Liberty. Hi. What's your question?
5: Hi. Well, well, a question is about prayer, and uh, I start up the day and I know I pray to God in Jesus' name. But then, you know, I'll just add things along the day, and I'm wondering if each time I pray, I have to say to God in Jesus' yeah. name.
2: Hmm. Well, let me lean in quickly again. Yeah. Daniel and I have never talked about this, as close of friends as we are. Yeah. But if you'll study most of the prayers recorded in the, even in the Bible, they didn't end with the phrase, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I know this is controversial, what I'm about to say, but I, I think we've mistaken, in the name of Jesus, like a magic wand or right. phrase or yeah. something we just tag on at the end of the prayer that'll kinda help push it over the, yeah. over the top. Yeah. Uh, Colossians says, whatever you do in word or deed, do, do in yeah. the name of Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm doing uh, a host of Truth and Liberty right now, and I haven't said in the name of Jesus. I'm doing this in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I'm doing it in the name of Jesus, meaning I'm doing it under his authority, yeah. according to his spirit and direction, in line with his word. When you pray in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. you're praying in accordance to his righteousness. That's it. His work of the cross. Yeah. I'm not praying in my name. See, if I pray in the name of Dwayne, yeah. I'm saying, God, you're going to answer this name. You're going to answer this prayer according to my holiness, right. according to my conduct, according to my good deeds. But when I pray in the name of Jesus, I'm asking the father to answer this in accordance to Jesus's holiness, yeah, wow. Jesus's righteousness so and the work of the cross. Mm-hmm. So again, I've got a whole hour on this uh, teaching. I haven't heard too many people talk about it. It, Is it in a I, series? It's in a it's in a prayer series. Yeah. Actually, I have a series uh, called "Lord Teaches to Pray." Oh, that's awesome! And wow. and and Jesus taught us to pray. Yeah. And again, uh, if if we're not careful, we just become religious saying the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. And don't misunderstand me. There's power in the name of Jesus. But what's the power? Yeah. It's the work of the cross. Right. It's who he is. Yeah. It's what he's made available. And I'm coming under his authority. Yeah.
0: Man, I I don't have a thing to add to that. That is awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you, That is so good. Uh, I appreciate appreciate the affirmation. Yeah, no, I think the, Uh, the important thing for us to understand, though, is that it is the authority of Jesus. Yes. Right? And he's given us authority in his name. Yep. Right.
2: And when we pray, you're, you, and, and it's beautiful, Martha, what you were saying, that you pray. I do the same thing, I begin, yeah. I begin my day with Sue. Actually, that's the prayer. Power. <laughs> I know where the power comes from, praise <laughs> God. And so that's I awesome. start my day off with Sue. We pray about the family, the ministry, different things, friends that are standing, specifically one for healing. We yeah. pray every day for them. And then throughout the day, I love the way you put it, uh, Martha, you kind of add to the prayer. Yeah. But I don't, when I add to it, say in the name of Jesus, I'm just tagging on, God, these prayers are going to be answered according to your goodness, Wow. according to your amazing grace, Wow. the name of Jesus. Well, we have some lines open, but we have other questions that have come in. If you'd like to call, the phone number is 719-619-2341. 719-619-2341. We'd love to hear from you. Um, the here's a question that came in what signs what signs have you seen that mm-hmm. in, indicate we are in a third great awakening mm. um, that's a that's a great question and i believe we're just in the beginning stages a great awakening can take decades mm-hmm. it may take 30 years yeah before the apex of what's happening now and the movement we're seeing now But I see so many signs, especially with people in the world Mm -hmm. that have had a paradigm shift that they're beginning to see, wait a minute, these things are evil that they once embraced. You've got mainstream liberal commentators that are actually seeing the police state. Uh, That's miraculous. They're seeing the danger that we're creating for children Mm -hmm. in this transgender movement. They're seeing. So... Some of the signs I see in the Great Awakening are even lost people coming to this awakening. I'm definitely seeing churches Mm -hmm. awakened. Uh, Tremendous signs within churches. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't just a decade ago I felt kind of lonely in mm-hmm. some of the things I felt like the Lord was showing me and yeah. telling me and that the church needs to wake up. Yeah. I even had a lot of pushback yep. from churches. I'm seeing that turn around. We've got a, a global pastors conference coming up mm-hmm. October the 2nd through the 6th. Mm-hmm. And there will be pastors there that just this year have had this awakening, that we're in trouble. Yeah, You know, you, you can't repent till you see your sin. That's right. The, the beginning of salvation is seeing how bad you are, how messed up you are. So the Holy Spirit showing you your sin is not a bad thing. It leads you to repentance yeah. to receive now your salvation to see your need. Mm-hmm. Well, part of a sign of a great awakening is people pointing out the problems. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's where you stay, mm-hmm. that's not good. Right. That's not good. Uh, it turns into murmuring and complaining, unbelief, discouragement. Sure. But until we see the mess we're in, we're not going to vote differently. Right. People have been voting a certain way for so long without an awakening mm-hmm. that I am voting for things that my conscience tells me is wrong. Mm-hmm. So people are waking, waking up, yeah. and we're going to see voting. We're already seeing a change there. That's Again, right. the change in the church. Yeah. I believe I've seen an increase in healing.
1: Yeah.
2: I think it's a sign. I think more people are believing in healing than in my entire lifetime combined. Yeah. It's like there's been this great awakening yeah. that at least it's available. We may be falling short of it. We've heard it in the calls. Yeah. They were all struggling. We all hit walls mm-hmm. and need breakthroughs, mm-hmm. but there's more people getting healed. I'm seeing miracles yeah. and signs and wonders. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? Same Do thing. you see the, yep. what and are I, some I, of the I signs I think a lot of it
0: uh, happened during COVID. You know, when we saw COVID hit, man, all of a sudden, the whole world was just consumed with COVID. Can Can you remember your
2: thoughts? Yes. Let me lean in quickly. Yes. I got more opposition, even in the church, over COVID oh, anything I had ever addressed. Wow. I got canceled on social media See? for talking about it coming out of the Wuhan Wuhan lab yep. out of China. Yep. I got canceled because I'd said that masks are not gonna stop a virus, right. that that's a deception, <laughs> and you're setting people up to get sick because yeah. they think they're protected. That's I right. said vaccine, vaccine mandates. If you want to take shots, take 500, because that's what's coming. But if I don't want to take the shot, I shouldn't have to take the shot. The pushback was unbelievable on mandated vaccines. That's a mark of the beast. If you lose sovereignty of your body, brothers and sisters, Mm -hmm. we've lost everything. And yet I experienced more rejection than I ever had that has turned around in an unbelievable way and it's like now i have all this favor yeah because everything i said has come to pass yeah see everything was spot on but people couldn't see it even in the church no. so what are some signs Watch what will happen now when they try to bring mask mandates back. Yes. Watch what will happen when they try to mandate yeah. putting poison into your body. Yeah. Uh, the great awakening is people saying, absolutely not. not. I'm a submissive person, yep. but you're not going to violate my conscience yeah. and you're not going to violate clear scripture. Yeah. So you got me fired up. Please Man, continue. That's awesome. yes. But that's a part of the great awakening. That's right. That's is right. COVID, the Lord showed me that COVID was a dress rehearsal for the Great Reset. Yes. That what they'll do now, if this COVID thing can be done a couple of more times, they'll declare a national emergency over global warming. Yeah. They'll shut our businesses down to save the planet. Yeah. They'll destroy our careers to save the planet. They'll take away our air conditioners, our cars, all modern conveniences to save the planet. Man, if you're watching and you believe in all this psycho babble, I love you, but you can't destroy or save the planet. (laughs) The planet is the Lord's, hallelujah. He, He owns the planet, we're just stewards of it. Yeah. So anyway, you got me fired up. Yeah, I saw no, it's so good. Continue. That's
0: awesome. Continue. Because now people are starting to wake up. They are waking up. They're beginning to realize. You know what? There's got to be something more. Yes. And I have never seen such interest in health and wholeness and healing as now.
2: Yes. Even you know? even, even in the natural of people taking better care of their bodies. Right. Uh, let me just uh, this whoever asked this question here. Yeah. Uh, let me ask the audience, what's a sign? Of the great awakening do you know of a person that used to vote a certain way and never think about it and would fight you and argue oh, to vote man. that way that are going to vote a different way this next election that's yep. called a great that's awakening that's it amen right
0: there you got anything else dad to to well that? you know we've got this opportunity right now as the church to literally be the hands and feet of jesus Right? It's the assignment that God gave us back in Mark 16 that we were talking about. You know, these signs will follow those who believe. Well, when people are so stressed out with fear and anxiety over something like COVID, what do you do when someone needs a a healing, when someone needs something that's beyond what they're able to deal with, what they're able to uh, find an answer for? You know, our healing school, for instance, on our campus, you know, when COVID was happening, I mean, we might have 150 people in the room. Well, you know what started happening on the internet? We literally went to thousands of people watching on the internet because they wanted to know, does the word of God have any answers for us because we're not getting them from the world?
2: It's, Man. It, it, that's, that's a part of the promise of God of working all things together for our good. For our good. Romans 8:28, that God... Isn't doing these bad things, that's but right. he works in every one of them yes. to bring beauty out of the ashes, to Come bring on. good out of Thank you, out Jesus. of evil, yes. and that's that's a part of the great, the great awakening. Yeah, uh, I had another question here that talks about in the in the in the. The revelation of a great awakening. Are the churches ready mm. to shepherd it?
3: Yeah. Whoa, uh, <laughs> what a,
2: what
3: there's a great a big question. <laughs>
2: uh, people used to think I was a little bizarre over some of the changes I've made in expansion of of the Victory Life churches. Yeah. That I I'm still a bishop in. I'm not the pastor over Victory Life now, but I'm I'm a, a apostolic teacher, and yeah. and I've been been promoting increase and expansion because I believe that people are gonna come out of all this darkness and they're gonna need a place to go and it's the church. So if you're a church leader watching right now you need to be encouraging your other leaders in your church to shepherd what's coming because we're gonna have people that are absolutely messed up Mm -hmm. that need to be loved and not condemned, that need to be embraced, not rejected, and that needs to be discipled. The sexual perversion and, yes. I, and we're, we're running out of time. Uh, there's so much more to cover. Oh, there's but so much more. Sexual perversion in the culture has yeah. absolutely broken people's lives. That's right. And and the same power to heal, yeah. by the way, is going to be the power to save the planet. That's it. Uh, it all is interconnected. Yeah. And so we have to get ready for an influx of people that don't don't look like the church members of today, don't yeah. think like they think, but they're they're in a they're in a conversion uh, mindset now and need to go from being a, a convert to a disciple. So yeah. we do need to better prepare shepherding. I'm not talking about using that word like the old movement of the shepherding movement right. where there were abuses. Yeah. I'm talking about loving people. Yeah, that's it. I'm talking about sharing the truth with them now and helping them renew their minds Man. to go through a transformation.
0: You know, Dwayne, Jesus said if these signs had been done in Sodom and Gomorrah, they would have repented in sackcloth and ashes. Well, when you think about supernatural ministry taking place in a environment where there's brokenness, right? Hmm. Whatever the brokenness is. Hmm. You're talking about the sexual perversion that's in our culture today. Can you imagine if the church would be the church and that we would allow the life of God to operate through us to the point that we actually bring supernatural deliverance and answers to people's lives who think there's no way out? Yeah. I mean, this is what God
2: has for I, us. I'm seeing people, signs of the great awakening yeah. again. I mean, I was in Europe with uh Andrew at the Grace and Faith Conference. Yeah. And I had someone that had transitioned from a male to a female mm-hmm. that had come three years, I, I, I wanna get my facts right, I'm, I'm close, three years. COVID, we weren't able to go to to the UK for a couple of years there, but yeah. the year before COVID, I'd probably been 2019, yeah. he had transitioned from a, a male to a female, and he was in the meetings. Wow. And he just couldn't believe the love and the acceptance. Uh, see. Then he decided this was wrong and he wanted to transition back from a female to a male and the transgender community rejected him. Yeah, see. He saw that they really didn't love him. He was a trophy in their mind. Wow. And and once he disagreed with them now and tried to transition back, he was rejected. But he was there at the grace and truth uh, conference and he just he, he improperly hugged me. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he hugged me so hard and picked me up. Wow. Thanking me for the conference See? and Andrew Man. Uh, and the love that he that he. I love that. We loved him when he was transitioned. See. We loved him when he transitioned back. Yep. And 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 now, someone like that is broken. Man. He was so broken, yeah. and yet he was getting healing in his inner man. The first thing Jesus said in Luke chapter four when he launched his public ministry yeah. was that God sent him to heal the brokenhearted. broken-hearted. Yeah. We are destroying children's lives right now. Yeah. 10 years from now, yeah, they're gonna need the church. Oh man. We, we need to, we need, oh, we're running out of time and I'm all pumped up. And, uh, no, the answer is no. We are not probably prepared yeah. to shepherd this great awakening, but that's a part of the great awakening is God waking us up to be the church. As leaders. To be people that are able to yeah. say, this is wrong, but I still love you. Yes. This is unacceptable and, 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 and improper in the kingdom of God, but there's 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 victory to overcome in the kingdom of God. Man, any last thoughts? We only got 25 seconds. I I
0: just immediately thought about when Jesus said, let down your nets, you know? And they had so many fish, they couldn't even contain them.
2: Get a bigger net, churches. Get a bigger net. Get a
0: bigger net. Come on. That's the word
2: of the Lord. The harvest is here. Right here on Truth and Liberty. Man, we enjoyed this today. I hope you did. Thanks for being a part. We'll see you
1: next time on
2: Truth and Liberty.